Welcome to We Are Live. We're live. Chris Denman and Travis Terrell live from the Mid Coast Studios. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Don't mind my sound on my computer as we rock things out. Happy Monday. It's freezing cold here in St. Louis. We had a great weekend at uh, Mardi Gras with the great people at uh, 1860s. Big thanks to uh, Getaway Golf Carts. All of our great sponsors, Cruise and Rum, Bud Light made that happen, and the great uh, Tommy Bannister of Circa Properties. Uh, like I said, my name is Chris Denman. That is Travis Terrell. Hello. We're joined. We're joined in studio by the great Chris Gardner on the Possum Cam. Good morning, Gardzi. And get you there. He is. Somebody turn on the spotlight. So you're just gonna pretend like the hawk didn't show mm, up today. What? You're just gonna. Grab that effing mic and oh scat my. and think everything's okay. Beep bop boo ba doop ba doop Happy Monday, yeah. It kind of works. Nice. Yeah, I think people were uh, clamoring for some jokes and stuff, so we give the people what they want. Travis, how are you feeling this morning? Buddy? Good morrow and good morning. And I didn't say good morning. I apologize. That's all right. But good you... morning, gentlemen. And <gasps> good morning to all my walnuts. Oh, no, that's a thing. That's a thing. Wow. If you're uh, if you're downloading the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get it, after you subscribe and review, uh, you can go back and check the Facebook Live video. Gardner mm-hmm. just did a perfect look into the camera, like he was looking into your soul, Travis. I don't. And uh, I don't care for walnuts. They knew. So if you listen to the show, uh, listener Jamie Moyer's fancy foyer has suggested uh, you all be called walnuts. W A L nuts. Um, I'm down. I, I mean, oh, no. it does take a bit of insanity to uh enjoy what this program is and what has become so i'm behind it do you mm-hmm. not appreciate it travis that kind of makes sense now considering that it is probably the most obscure unnecessary nut also incredibly hard to eat digest so we're it requires very, a tool yes it requires a tool and it's incredibly complicated for no reason at all welcome to we are live Walnuts. What's your favorite nut, Travis? I have to say I love almonds. Almonds are very good. Mm-hmm. Now, I like when also you, the pecans. When the you pecans I like, are nice. Uh, now, now, are you talking raw, uh, you know, Trader Joe's, $11 a bag almonds with no, they haven't been boiled, they haven't been, there's no oil involved? No, I'm talking about my boy Turner <laughs> on the corner of Broadway and 4th Avenue okay. who <laughs> likes to sell a bunch of almonds Just puts like, puts, out of uh, someone else's truck. Yeah, like corn, like rolls them in corn syrup, yes. dumps a bag of brown sugar in, and it's like, like hey, hey, it's man. healthy. It's yeah. brown nuts. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, thanks, Luther. I'll get these from, I'll get them sometimes. And uh, Are these salted? No. You psycho! <laughs> that is true. Like, almonds always seem like it because you imagine the sea salt, the roasted, whatever. And if you get a hold of a, a handful of, uh, uh, we'll just say, raw organic almonds, yeah. it, is a, it is a boring eat. Mm-hmm. I see why those squirrels are always chasing each other around. I'd be bored if I was just eating... No candied uh, nuts all day long. Ain't too. no nuts though, like street nuts. Mm. Get you some street nuts. What's Do you a... clip things off still? Because I mm. think that could be clipped off. Street nuts. You just got just a a, a vendor. Uh, uh-huh. He's generally a man between the ages of forty-seven and fifty-six, and he's like, um, "Hey man, got some walnuts in the back of my truck." Uh-huh. It's not even his truck. Whose truck is it? Someone else's truck. Someone left it, parked it, went into a store. Yeah. He found a way to pick the lock, and now he's in the trunk of someone else's car selling walnuts. So Those are the best nuts. Walnuts out of the trunk of someone else. Yeah, that's the, someone else's car. We call street nuts. Street nuts. And why do they taste better? Because they're illegal. Because they're hot? Very. Mm. You ain't had no nuts like street nuts. Put them in your mouth. Mm. How was your weekend? I was with you all day Saturday. You were. Let's break that down. And also, you know what? We need to tell you guys about, look, before we get into this, uh, fair or foul, my friends, today we give out a prize each and every uh, day we for do. your enjoyment. Today's prize, $10 to New York Tom's food truck. Mm, Shout out to him, one of the better characters in the food truck scene. Uh, fair or foul, if I may, Imagine Dragons is the new Nickelback. There's been a lot of controversy. We have uh, one of the owners here at Midcoast Media, John Beebe, yes. vehemently supports Imagine Dragons. I support him for his choices to do so in such a great country as America. 
where we reside, where this uh, show is recorded, filmed, everything. Uh, but there has been a push lately. People are, I think you hit that peak and you're everywhere. You're on sporting events, you're at the Oscars, whatever it is. People, uh, they resent you a little bit. The gift and curse of going prime time. Quadruple jillion platinum. You yeah. absolutely sell a ton of records. Mm-hmm. You sell a ton of tickets. Mm-hmm. But you become incredibly annoying to the mass population. Mm-hmm. See, and like, does that happen in hip-hop? I'm thinking it happened to Nelly a little bit. People are like, man, he's blah, blah, blah. He's well, yeah, right. when your songs end up in, like, promos, the yep. sporting events or whenever sporting it gets games. To, uh, whenever you're in, like, a song is either parodied or in an ad for, like, Tide right. also. Mm-hmm. But you still, and it's not that you're, 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 you're not saying you're Kenny G. You're saying you're still trying to act like you have some cool, like, pizzazz or, or hipness to you but it's right. like dude i heard that in an ad for Tide. It, was, it was fits in the tantrums for a while oh boy they, they were, were like indie band. every mlb playoff yeah uh like on tnt every mlb playoff yeah. game on tnt had a fits in the tantrum yep. song and the mlb then they had what, mlb network uses them quite yeah a bit and too. they had like one every mm-hmm. year yeah like they oh let's put a new song out mm-hmm. it's almost postseason baseball time right well I think probably now, get it out there and now let's become Imagine Dragons yes the reason we wanted to go with it today was I saw a headline at consequenceofsound.net Imagine Dragons our greatest fear is a kid getting made fun of for hmm. listening to our music and uh, that story started with. As they've grown in popularity over the years, Imagine Dragons have so, too, drawn more and more criticism from music fans and fellow musicians alike. Right. Recently, the simmering backlash has hit a major boiling point with many comparing the band to Nickelback. Earlier this month, Slipknot frontman Corey Taylor oh boy. even yeah. went so far... Because we were all asking his opinion. <laughs> That's yeah. As to Where insist... Slipknot in this yeah. conversation? Actually, you know what? Somebody Actually, bring in Slipknot. the guy... From the band who dress up like the Whisperers from Walking Dead, uh, where they put zombie faces on for their skin. I uh, actually, you will make me, you, you endorsing hate towards a band actually will make me support the band. Mm-hmm. See, now that doesn't like, make Remember whenever you did that uh, that song for Spider Man, dude? Like you're in a band called Slipknot and you wear scary masks, but you had like a ballad. That made you a lot of money from the Spider-Man, not money. not the new Spider-Man, not not the cool hip Miles no, Morales. We're talking about we're talking Toby Maguire, early two thousands. What was that song? Remember he wrote a shade. No, that was that was Nickelback. Wasn't it? Oh, that was Nickelback again. Yeah. Well, Good the front them. man to Slipknot, Corey Taylor said, uh, "They Nickelback." We stay up to date on Corey Taylor news around here. <laughs> are passing the baton to Imagine Dragons. And I love it. Nice. And then they went on, uh, I won't get into the statement from Imagine Dragons. I will say I kind of agree with some of what they said. And they're not too terrible. I don't think they're bad people. In fact, I've heard them (laughs) interview several times. They're incredibly nice guys who truly like giving back to the community. What's the other one I started to not like that was way bigger than what I thought they were? It was probably Evanescence. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, I feel like we make fun of, okay, so we do make fun of our friend John because he does seriously and genuinely like Imagine Dragons. That's the thing. That's because he likes Imagine Dragons and like like shits on Radiohead and Oasis. Right. So maybe he's And so he does that thing. Right. I was going to give him a, a, a pass because he met them before they were big and he has a bit of a friendship attachment to it that's fair but it's still at the end of the day imagine dragons and to no fault of their own well i guess to a degree I think it's all I'm, their name game of thrones is big right now i think it's it's just happenstance i think it's truly the college and. football commercials that are absolutely associated to every imagine dragon song <laughs> and unfortunately for imagine dragons cbs and espn run a ton of right. advertising for college football no mm-hmm. matter what station you're watching. Well, you say so unfortunately you, as they build their, you know, seventh. Right. Now, for them, that. yeah, they're fine. They and don't you know give what? a rat's that, ass what you folks think of them because they are just hand over fist the most profitable band in the world right now. There are two things here. Number one with Imagine it's, Dragons. It's getting a really serious breakdown. They from kind us. of. I just want to call that out. They get a look from me of disapproval, not because of them. Okay. Part of it is because of Benjamin Hockman. That's fair. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch sports columnist. He loves him. Because I fell for a joke once involving Imagine Dragons. Oh, no. He called me up vaguely describing a song of theirs. Hey, do you remember who sings this? And I, and I wasn't really. Normally, I would be in a 
mindset to where I know it's Benjamin Hockman. I shouldn't fall for any joke from him or I would pick up on what's going on. But I think I was distracted at the time. So I stepped outside, smoked a cigarette. I'm like, what are you asking me? And I go, oh, it's Imagine Dragons. And then on the other end, I hear, Imagine Dragon D's nuts across your oh, face. No. And I'm like, God damn it. I fell for that. Mm. Like, it should have been easy to pick up he on. Did, he, so oh, uh, when I think of Imagine Dragons now, I think of when Benjamin got me with a D's nuts joke. Mm. And also, I wonder if we go back and do a study. This should be commissioned. A commissioned study, probably by Congress. Okay. Um, how bands have fared, their perspective on bands, after they've been the theme song for the year for a college football game day. Right. Because remember, they had Big and Rich the one. They did. We well, are I'm coming to your city. They had that one. Then you have Imagine Dragon. Like, how do uh, before and after, how are bands or groups viewed after being the theme song for a college football I think, game. I think that happened to poor Aloe Black. Remember, Aloe Black was being played for There's three another good years uh, during the NFC and AFC championship games. Aloe Black was the man. How's that song Black, go? Uh, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm That's the man. Right. And so that went on for at least two full postseasons. And <laughs> I have to say, I think Aloe Black is an incredibly talented individual. I think the worst thing that happened to his career was allowing his brand, allowing his songs to be played now, constantly during the I championship think it's a, games it's, during it the playoffs. It seems to be maybe a selling your soul to the devil type contract like here. Like, you're going to make money. You're going to make a ton of here's money. Go, here's what you're going to get. Yeah. You'll be okay. But you will not be liked. I'm the man. I'm the man. And to he what degree? Like a very It'll nice be... African-American right. singer. And we couldn't rally behind him because... Every time we looked up, it He's was speaking from the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. You become a successful black anything. But that's what happened to Aloe Black. Poor guy. Great voice. But he just starts singing. Now he starts singing the Eminem jingles. Mr. Candyman can. Like, oh, Aloe Black, you've turned into that's the black Sammy Mr. Davis Peanut. Jr. right there. Well, yeah. When I hear Candyman, I think of Sammy Davis. So Jr. maybe that was the route he was going. Maybe the community wasn't ready for Sammy Davis renewed. But that's what happens mm -hmm. when these guys sell out to these big corporations. Well, here's the thing, too. What if you're uh, a band like Fall Out Boy that uh, I They're made fun of? Category, yes. I made fun of for a really long time because I'm like, these guys aren't Blink-182. They just wish they were or whatever that was. Blink-182 super commercial pop punk whatever. And then Fall Out Boy, apparently, I don't keep up with them, but they get included in about every other year, right? It's almost like they have a formula. They go, hey, we're going to release this. It's going to get put yeah, on. I think that's all this stuff. But they still maintain some kind of a, like, oh, it's like, well, it's Fall Out Boy. That's what you expect. Like, there's weird angles that people take to that, right? Like, Snoop Dogg, we've all established, can literally do anything and lose yes. no cred. Right, right. Like he, he's, he's earned so endorsing much snuggies that have. Yeah, uh, it would take a lot. It would take him. a like, lot for Snoop to absolutely lose street cred at this point in this life. MAGA hat um, uh, in an appearance with Donald Trump would that would that put Snoop on your list of I'm that done? would yeah that would do it yeah, that, that would, would quickly do it that would probably absolutely just ruin thirty five years of street cred if he did just that. Yeah, it's like man, this totally gets rid of you probably murdering someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that whole. West Coast rap How thing is that? actually obliterated. How about that? that? The MTV Awards. <laughs> Snoop is this ominous, scary figure, and he comes out to the MTV Awards and I'm innocent. And it's like, man, he's a cold-blooded killer. And then now he's, you know, Willie Nelson. He is. He's the black Willie Nelson now. Mm -hmm. I, think I, I think the thing with Imagine Dragons now is that it feels like you just said they're trying mm -hmm. with the anthem song, so they're hoping that, you know, it goes into a Tide commercial or it ends up on a serial commercial with Lucky Charms. I feel like now they're aiming for that demographic. And that's fine because I would imagine on the third ha. mansion, they are like, what the hell with these idiots on the internet? We getting these papers, baby. So I can't blame these artists for doing it, but they also have to understand that the blowback is going to be, you're annoying as hell and we're just going to hate you for all the unnatural reasons. How about this? Uh, wait, wait, wait. You say unnatural? Unnat it's not natural for us to hate Imagine Dragons. We have to. Natural is a these... song of theirs. I know. You're just running into I'm these just having a little bit. How's it go? How's it go? You're going to run natural, bro. Give every natural, bro. Give every people, bro. Give a dog, give a dead, bro. Give a dog, give a Imagine Dragons. Give a dog, give a natural, bro. You got to go college foot. Ball natural. 
Pretty good. Pretty damn close, I have to admit myself. You know what? Singing that made me feel good, so maybe that's why they make those they're songs. Feel, they, that's a yeah, feel-good yeah, song you're gonna, to sing you're gonna, out loud. You're going to sing yourself into some fandom. I hope so. Because you're a natural. I don't like what your face does when you sing. I don't, like, I don't like how it makes me feel inside when I sing it. Happy? But Triangle it, Assassin uh, likes Imagine Dragons on the uh, Facebook comment stream, but he's a basic B. Uh, that sounds about right. Self-admitted. I also have a story later. Uh, oh, is this a tease? This is deep a tease. tease. It's a deep tease. We can get into what we did this weekend. Well, so, it's actually so part of email, my weekend. Email us for fair foul. W-A-L at weareliveradio.com. $10 to New York Times. Food truck is your prize. We also have a melee on yeah. Twitter. Do you, oh, <laughs> please. After you. We I melee it, it up. Out today. And yeah. melee it out. What is today's poll, Garzi? Well, after the snowstorm yesterday, yet another one. Mm. I ask... When preparing for a snowstorm, is it more important to buy bread, eggs, milk, or kale ahead of time? <laughs> Your options, bread, eggs, milk, kale. Another brutal winter here in the city of St. Louis. We had above average weather on Saturday for Mardi Gras, but uh, very early mornings of Sunday in St. Louis brought about two to four inches of snow. And this morning, as we broadcast live from the Midcoast Media Studios, it is a whopping four degrees. Negative one in Chicago. Why are you, why are you complaining? And they got the real hawk. So we got the baby hawk here. Mm-hmm. We got the hawk that like stays in one of the nice municipalities with the the, the white and Asian folks. That's the kind of sensible. Asian that's folks. the sensible hawk. What do you but think? You about- don't want the Jesse Smollett Chicago hawk. Mm-mm. You don't want that kind of hawk in your life. What do you think about uh, St. Louis's Chinatown? I love it. What are the restaurants there called? They are called mm. uh, Chinese Establishment mm-hmm. One. Uh, there's another one called China- Chinese Establishment Two. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 uh, wait. And there is a uh, lovely grocery shop. What about if it's on the corner? Seafood. Who do you go see? I go see one of the fine residents who have a you go business. Get yourself a St. Paul sandwich. Get I, yourself a vest soda would, with it. I would, and then whatever uh, we'll say, some crab rangoons maybe for to start you off. Who do you go see to get that? I go see. I would imagine a South Asian resident of the city of St. Louis who mm-hmm. do so such a great job at preparing that Chinese food. Uh, Wonderful part of our community. Ref, that's what we refer to it as in this city as Chinese food. What if, they're, what if they're positioned on the north end of the city, mm. you're with your uncle, mm. and he says, Travis, mm-hmm. can you go to the, and grab me a St. Paul sandwich? Say, can you go to the shop where they prepare the, the fine brown rice? I tried, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Sorry. I don't I don't know <laughs> what you guys are referring to. I enjoy all of my neighbors here in the city of St. Louis. They are one of them, and they make amazing food. They definitely do. Uh, Travis, um, mm. You're being called out in the comments that uh, oh you would call it uh, what, something else. I actually, would I would. I don't know what you folks are. You know, for for to. all the complaining that uh, <clears throat> you folks do, you've you've hit the Asians on the head with uh, with a nomenclature over the years. I will say this, and it's been called out at recent comedy shows, even by St. Louis comedians. We recognize as a community, <laughs> African Americans have perhaps in St. Louis used a term that is not at all appropriate for describing a Chinese establishment. <laughs> I like that it has multi-use. You can go see them, you go to them, you stop by it, you pick it up from it. <laughs> I think that the language we have used in the past have been harmful and have not led to stronger relations with somebody the went black to the and Mac- Asian Somebody went to the Maxine Waters school of explaining things over not here. Not at all. I think, I think simply what happened was that as a community... We You're still got, acting uh, weird, man. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 the community yeah. was immersed in a culture of division, immersed in a culture of mm-hmm. misunderstanding. And I think now that we have come together and we recognize some of the struggles that one has to endure in order to survive, especially here in St. Louis, we are now one with our Asian brothers and sisters. And we recognize that the language we have used in the past was absolutely harmful, hurtful, and I would like to apologize. For what? There have been some African-Americans in this city that say Chinaman. 
Well, that is absolutely inappropriate. That is wrong. And as one of the leaders of this generation, I plan on making sure every African-American in St. Louis understands that that's wrong and they refer to it as nice South Asian restaurant. Why is it South Asian? Because if it's uh, somebody from China, they could actually be from like damn near Russia or uh, if maybe they're even from an Eastern part of a gigantic, gigantic What if you have Japanese area. food? I feel like- I was gonna say that was kind of- I feel I, like- Soul I've, Taco was probably even like thrown in there. That's with some why of I this. feel like I cover the gambit with South Asian mm-hmm. also there was but a, if you're, what if you're North Asian? Wouldn't, wouldn't you take offense to that? Be like, why, why would you think I'm say, South Asian? Uh, restaurants in the Ring of Fire. I, I, don't, I wouldn't go that way. I may say Pacific Rim. Is that appropriate? Mm-hmm. I think it is. It's not the other word. So, yes, we are finding ways to appropriately communicate with our Specific other rim. business owners of color. Are they of color? Hmm. Yes. They okay. are minorities. <laughs> generally how it works so about a billion people on the other continent that would say different yeah you're still acting weird yeah. i don't know what's guys i don't we'll understand i'm sorry that our show is maturing right now i have on just normal sneakers and yeah let me see your shoes and, uh, mm-hmm. just sneakers jeans and uh, are your jeans cuffed and a thermal 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 are your jeans cuffed? they are because it's snow outside man what kind yeah. of shoes do you have on i have on sneakers let me see them show them to they me look they're sneaks man they're sneaking it up and sneaking it out Those were you nice. hoping he had on house shoes I was hoping. He was no, hoping. I was hoping he had on something nice, and he does have on nice sneakers. Okay. So I'm just here to make sure we keep a steady ship flowing because here at We Are Live, we are about unity. Mm. Do, 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 if do. you missed uh, last week, just a quick mm. reminder we have uh, a clip up on Twitter of Jay Farrow when he was on the show. He, two great uh, interviews, Michael Yo and Jay Farrow. If you haven't yet, go back, listen to those. We're very proud of those. And uh, share them with a friend. Uh, we headlined <laughs> Mardi Gras this weekend. Did we were we? the main Did attraction. Did we headline? Uh, we were the main attraction at Mardi Gras, yeah. Uh, 1860 there were two saloon. other things that were main attractions. 1860 <laughs> Saloon. I'm talking about boobs. Had us there. Hey. And uh, Jeff Jones made an appearance, as Jeff you can Jones see on the live on stream. his 14th hurricane at 845 in the morning. <laughs> let, me, let me give Jeff some credit, by the way. He walked around with, a, uh, with the billboard, you know, the sandwich board that said, uh, or sorry, soup and sandwich board, if it's Jeff. Uh... <laughs> That uh, said free hugs. He gave us some promo. Nothing with the like wearing a sandwich there. board with free hugs in the Me Too era. Mm-hmm. Where to go, Jeff? He seemed to be a big hit uh, with everybody. Had a dashiki on too. I was going to say for somebody who's like, this is my day to turn up. He was very behaved. He turned up though. Mm-hmm. But again, it's very hard to take it to the max when it's 36 degrees out. Huh? But I thought everyone down in St. Louis did an amazing job, nonetheless. It was an incredibly crowded. Mardi Gras in St. Louis. It was a lot of fun, though. We had the great tent over at 1860 Saloon. We had an outstanding turnout. The music was amazing. The food mm-hmm. was amazing. You know what was a big hit? The uh, hashtag Marty AF bags. They from were by huge Jack. hits. This is, how, this is a little peek into uh, the apparel game, everybody. I right. was laughing about this. Uh, so we made a limited amount. People, they, they sold out with the promo code that we set up online beforehand. And, of course, you get there, and there's hundreds of people cycling in and out. I had people acting like it was uh, like I had some kind of a upgraded cocaine that they uh, hadn't seen before. They're trying to slip me cash. I'm like, I would love to charge you for this bag. Unfortunately, I'm not going to deal with uh, Karen when she shows up after she used a promo code and she's right. here for her bag. That was really awesome that people were very excited about the bags. There were exclusive bags where we used the promo we've been promoting for the last month. The... If we would have made 300, nobody would have cared. Well, that's the thing about, and you mentioned the merchandise (laughs) game, and we were talking about it in the moment. And again, Chris, we wanted to make sure that those who had actually reserved those bags got their bags. But when you're in the merchandise game, there's always this fear of, okay, if we do decide to make this available for the entire public, we have to make mass amounts of them. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, though, when you're inside of an exclusive tent, you're not absolutely sure how many people are going to take the time to purchase it. It cost you money. It was an exclusive bag for that event specifically. Boy, people were wearing them like they were cool. But they were pretty dope. You can see them out in the crowd when you saw them in the sea of people. You actually saw the Marty AF bags and we appreciate those who were excited about it because of your excitement around those bags. 
Maybe we'll Let's see just a new say, version. We'll, of we'll, that, we'll yeah. see if we can do something. And if you need for stuff, an printed, upcoming major drinking yeah. holiday in the city of St. Louis, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Top of right. the morning to you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, talking about the Irish drunks. That's what I'm talking about. Any takeaways you had, mm-hmm. Travis? We played mm-hmm. a fun game with the crowd. We did best dressed. People got into that. Uh, Silky Soul, the Red Afro Queen, kept us rocking all day Great long. Great band. We were Great sober. We like we didn't really drink at all. Oh. Uh, and. My favorite was Wink. popping out. There was uh, I, I did I didn't have a drop, so I popped out, and the guy working the door for 1860s, one of the guys, super nice dude, for sure resembled Marshawn Lynch. Had yes. had the same hair, had uh, a grill that looked like Marshawn Lynch. Oakland Raiders and an Oakland Raiders sock cap. So a part of me, he's like, yeah, I just happen to be a Raiders fan, and I was like. Well then, you're better than me because I watched thirty white dude, drunk white dudes, be like, "I'm just here so I don't get fined," and he just laughed and rolled off. So, does he enjoy being compared to Marshawn Lynch, or is it just it is what it is? I think it's. Better, I think there's a little. I think it's uh, better than being compared to Jane Lynch. Sorry, I think, point. Comparatively point. speaking, <laughs> would but, a girl be upset if, you, if I was like, you know, you remind me of a celebrity? She's like, oh, oh gosh, who, who, who? Jane, Jane Lynch. Lynch. <laughs> Like, oh, from the 70s? No, now. No, present, <laughs> right now. No, I thought he was a very good sport, especially when I walked in. I walked past the gentleman, and he, doing his job, immediately stopped me. Oh, this is great. And when we first got there. When we first arrived, first got- we're there at the tent. We're ready to go in. Chris has the Can banner. Can I tell my side? And box, yeah, go right ahead. Okay, so I'm walking in front. Travis... Um, so, tra- you, so, people, so Travis is like, when we get to the barriers, they don't let you bring in backpacks or anything. And I see it's you know, a couple of people that are probably not super into their job, making sure people don't bring backpacks in. So I just walked by confidently yes. and didn't care. So we're in, and it was like, Travis is like, oh, nobody said anything to Chris about he's wearing a backpack and carrying a box that could have contained God knows anything. Yes. Uh, and, and kept moving forward. We get down to the tent. Um, the security people didn't know me. But I just kind of kept the same confidence, and I have a blazer on, so that means I can kind of walk anywhere I want. Blazer and jeans in St. Louis. Oh my God! It must be a part of a startup or something cool. Teacher, let him through. Exactly. So I just walked into the private tent, and uh, they just go, "Oh, right this way, sir. Come on in." (laughs) Uh, My black Travis. Travis, minding my damn business. I look like I belong somewhere. I'm dressed. Like a rap mogul, so people you have to think, oh, he's got to be somebody. He's got to be performing. This is my somewhere. Thing ever. Oh my! So gosh. I walked through the tent. I'm about five feet now through the tent, past security. But they could not just let a random Negro, of course, walk right past them. Black. Someone has to say something. Black security guard. Yes, but his white boss. Hey, tap that brother on the shoulder. See what he. What see what he's. What his story is. I to be, calmly, to be fair, you were uh, you were not confident in your walkthrough. I. Maybe. Thought it was pretty much understood, considering outside the tent was a 20-foot banner with my face on it. <laughs> the largest banner <laughs> that can possibly be made for a large event such as Mardi Gras. Very clear facial recognition. Very too. clear. Yeah. Right outside the entrance. It's my fa- Hosted by We Are Live. The biggest picture on the left side of the banner with, is a very large looking, Negro. I'm, I'm five feet into the tent holding it. I know exactly what's going it's on. It's literally my ID. My actual ID is on the outside of the tent I am walking into. <laughs> and the white man tells the brother that oh, looks no, no, like no, no, Marshawn no, no. Lynch no, to no, no, stop no. me oh. because he wonders if I belong there. I simply then walked outside. To be fair, they did this all day. It was amazing. Watching it was, people try, and I don't try blame and, them. Try and juke them. Oh, yes, it was fantastic. and they were good. Now, yeah. I will say that you are correct. Yeah. The people guarding the tent would be because you have to send, that's free alcohol and food. A lot of free alcohol mm-hmm. and food. Well, not free. All-inclusive. Well, all-inclusive, yep. yes. So, you know, if you sneak through the tent, get past security, you have access to great beverages and great food and live music and a heated tent. Oh, this so, is amazing. When it's about okay, so, 100,000 so, people, so you can I'm understand security, why they're I'm so security, tight about that. I'm security. You're you. I'm in the background. Like Chris Demnon's in the background watching this happen. I know exactly what's happening. I'm okay. I know do, 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 do. I, Hello, so I go, I'm oh, here. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, brother. Step back. You got a ticket? I, I, I'm on the sign. I'm on, Travis I'm very on the slowly sign. reacted, and he goes, uh, that, that's me. 
<laughs> so I had to point at my picture. To which then the security guard was so nice. He yeah. shook my hand. Mm-hmm. And, and that moment, well, now I recognize he looks like Marshawn Lynch. And I was like, well, shoot. Now I may have come off like an ass. I can't flip it and say, hey, dude, you like Marshawn Lynch? Because mm-hmm. that'd be double ass. So I decided, why, thank you, sir. It is a pleasure to be here. And I walked my ass right back into the Wait, 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 wait. Oh. You did a, did you point to the thing? I did. He did. He, he did. That's kind of like. A, is that kind of a douchey thing? Like, no, you, you no, know no. Wait, hold on, hold on. Is, did I hit douche meter on that one? It's close uh. to being a. Do you know who I am? I, I, it was kind of a do you know, mm. but it was a, the question was being asked, mm. who are you? And so he I didn't have know. to go. And, and he didn't know. And he didn't know. And I, I don't know how to answer that outside. I can't of, believe he doesn't follow your locked Twitter account. And I'm glad he stopped mm. me because I don't blame him whatsoever for not recognizing me. But in that moment, how often will you get a chance to actually mm-hmm. point to a billboard size photo of five yourself? Feet, five feet to yeah. the right, man. And literally go, wait. I'm literally the face on outside of the building. Mm-hmm. You have to let me in. So that never would have happened again in my life, only in that moment. So I had to do the, huh? Look at the poster. Look at me. When these look things, at the poster. Look at me. When these things happen, do you think I show up ahead of time and choreograph these things? If I were you, I would think that. I because would've... I've witnessed too many things like this happen, and it... Could not make me more entertained and happy. Well, here's the thing about even about that banner now is that I think I'm a part of some weird Reddit group Mm -hmm. because I saw about Truman Show four large groups of high school frat boys taking pictures in front of the poster of my face and them in front of it. So there's probably you sure they weren't a, just waiting in line for the giant uh, nope, statues. No, nope, they were. They were. I was certain as I left the tent, they were a large group of frat white boys taking pictures in front of my photos so hmm. i'm a part of some group uh, that or maga has officially decided that i'm now on the list so if that's the case hello please subscribe <laughs> follow us on twitter good times though we had did. a great fun in this weekend it was for the most part everyone seemed to be well behaved i read uh, oh, yeah. briefly that the the arrests were at an all-time low I so believe it. Cool I didn't see. Believe. I didn't see any aggressive behavior. I didn't at all. see any fights. And again, I think a lot of it has to do with the weather. And I think a lot of it has to do with people have been. This winter's been tough. A lot of people be stuck inside the house with the kids, unable to leave because the weather and the roads have been so treacherous. And so, for people to actually get out and have a couple beverages with their friends, people who've come in from way out of town to enjoy that type of weekend. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Uh, we got to have this fun because of our friend Tom Bannister. He's a realtor at Circa Properties. We handed out a bunch of his stickers. Thanks oh, to did we Adam Bertles for the new logo. Oh, look at that Bad logo. Ass. Look at yeah. them. He's, he's like, well, a, that's not the he's new, like human, it's but he's a cartoon mm-hmm. in a human world. Uh, so Tom Bannister, you should work with him because he spent his life in St. Louis building extensive background, sales, and client relationships. He is here to help you with your real estate needs. It's not going to be frozen forever, despite Travis's claims. Uh, He'll make selling your home or purchasing a new home as easy as possible. Wonderful guy, wonderful, wonderful connections that can help you. Tom Bannister, realtor at Circa Properties. Tom.Bannister at CircaSTL.com. Text him, call him at 314-393-5386. That's Tom Bannister of Circa Properties. He will help you through the home buying process. Cannot say enough good things about him. He grew up in South St. Louis. He played basketball at a varsity level in high oh, school. God. He's an important gentleman. Uh, give it up for Tom <laughs> Bannister. He was a, a great sponsor at Mardi Gras this weekend, and uh, we're working with him for uh, for a while. So if you're looking for a new home, support us by supporting Tom Bannister from Circuit Properties. One of the other cool things that took place this weekend, Gardner, What's, at Mardi Gras? Or oh, at Mardi Gras. And this happened like, to my good friend. Don't you transition huh? off this. This is my good friend, Chris Denman. And, and one thing that we love doing when we do these type of events is, of course, the people watching. And no better place to watch people than Mardi Gras. Right. What happened, though, took me by surprise. We had some, again, great crowd inside the tent. But we also had a lot of tall white men come inside of our tent. We're talking six, 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 seven, six, eight. I think there was a part of a basketball team in our tent. If you want to see fear in a man's eyes, jealousy yeah. opportunity. in a man's eyes. He just doesn't have a competitive spirit. Uh-huh. So I oh see somebody boy. that looks like they could dunk on most people. And I'm like, I wonder if I could body him up. Chris Dimon oh. all day long 
this tall kid. He had to be 6'8". He towered he over might have Denman. Been, he might have been 6'9". He 10. towered. I'm talking every time he walked in the room, every hick country white girl within a 50-mile <laughs> radius absolutely just had soaked. The, had the, soaked. Had the sisters really? noticing, too. Oh, the sisters was even like, damn, maybe I can make a little mm-hmm. Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can sit up here and make a little a Liam Hensworth. Mm-hmm. That's what they probably was thinking. He had dance moves, too. And he did Chris the Cupid shuffle Denman, like no the other. anger, the fear, the jealousy, the, the spite in his eyes every time he walked by. And the yeah. guy, it how felt like rate, he was how would you rate his in his acti- face. How would you rate his acting skills right now? Oh, I, that guy is probably easily. No, no, no. Oh, me? Gardner to Travis. To my acting? I'm not acting at all. Chris Demon in that moment. Six. Six. I yeah, I was going to say. Like this. He was just I see anxiety of his, own, of, his, of his own being projected out. But I just, just wanted like, to get a, an in-game analysis. Sorry. Chris was just Continue like, with this very true story. It was very true. Chris was sitting back, and he was just biting the edge of his cup. Yeah. He was like, bro, he's tall. I bet you can catch an alley without jump, jumping. <laughs> and he was just so visibly upset. You know that look he gets in Was the guy good looking, too? The guy was very, he had his, all his hair, had all his teeth. He had nice clothes on. He was properly dressed. If he was not a current. He had all his clothes on? He had all the clothes on. If he was not a current uh, college basketball player, well, then okay. he missed his calling. It was. It he was odd. so tall. And so crazy. he was younger, too. And he was younger. Mm-hmm. So and he was in shape. That was a crazier and his, thing. And his, he was like, his and he was tall friend. and in shape. And like Chris was like, oh, I remember me back in 2008. I was getting hit in the head by some Mizzou oh. wrestler. Wait, oh, okay. so tall, good looking, white? Yes. With Man, a- you must have been jealous, Travis. <laughs> Oh yeah, he, let's not even get into his black friend that was in shape and six foot four. That's, oh man, that was. That was <laughs> were you jealous of that guy? Wasn't jealous of him, but he sure was like, "Damn, look, okay, I'm, I look at me, I'm fit. Okay, I get it. You can, how tall? Six four. Well, at least so got you by a couple inches there, huh? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he four. He, he probably had on some tall sneakers. That's probably oh, what really? it was. I mean, tripping off that. Shoot, I mean, sure, really, like had maybe four percent body fat, but whatever. That's pretty good if you like that kind of thing. Like, oh, look at him; he's gonna live long. He's gonna live past forty-five. I guess if you into that thing, yeah. Who wants to do be, that? That's fair. Kind of gross, but dude was tall. Son of a bitch. Mm. So the theme was jealousy for you two this year at Mardi Gras. Very it was gin like blossoms, man. Reality just starts to set in. You just like, man, I can't disappoint their daddy anymore. That's just not my move. So, so I think of something hmm. else. overall, a great time. My favorite, though, was seeing the um, the spiral. While so, used to be people would just be drunk, stumbling around, like spilling their drinks. Now everyone is so engulfed in their smartphone and super hammered. You get the oh boy, that helicopter might be spinning out of control yes. and falling. I don't know how I didn't see. I saw some people eat it, not face first, but fall back. Immediately, people helped him up. I've fallen down face first before. I believe it. Uh, I was Looked really like Phantom surpri- of the Opera afterwards. Mm, it was, really, was bad. Really surprised there weren't several plastic surgeries set up because yeah. the way people were helicoptering, like, whoa. What did you see more of? Did you see I've more seen, of? I have a friend who gets, like, when he gets drunk, mm-hmm. he gets drunk. And he gets the... The steps are going, and you're like, oh. it's like, how are you but still Gregory up? Gregory Hines comes out. Of and, him, huh? Yes, yes, exactly. Oh and then boy. there's like several points in the night where you're like, okay, that's it. He's going down, and he somehow saves it. And it's like, it's like what? Like, it's like he just landed a triple <laughs> axle or something, and figures like, how did you do that? It's like the like, how are you up? Like, I just saw you going over, and somehow your your body it was like a ghost pushed you back the other way somehow. It's like the final minute of Inception. Is it gonna fall? Did it fall? I think it stood up. I don't know. That's what it was like this weekend. Mm-hmm. But now, did you see more of men stumbling or women having loud, angry conversations via speakerphone to one of their friends oh, because she's lost and the Uber is here and they're trying to head back to Timmy's place that's three annoying. blocks away from Sula? How many of those did you hear? Because on my way, I was, I was in the thick of it all the way to the end of it. Yeah. I, was, I was down on Soulard all the way until they yeah, started yeah, yeah. basically cleaning things up. Mm-hmm. So I was able to see the whole thing and I saw so many conversations. And you were sober? I was sober-ish. Did you have I any was, alcohol? There was alcohol in my system. Okay. What, did you have one drink? I had two, actually. Ooh, oh, bad boy. Over a seven-hour span. Oh, boy. Look at this guy. Uh, but then, like, there was the moment where you can tell everybody's trying to get to a location so yeah. they can all leave. The weather's right. starting, the temperature's starting to drop, and you heard a, Karen, we sat outside of Phillips 66. 
Where are you? How are you back at Timmy's? So it was a lot of that, and then a lot, bitch. It was a lot of though, a lot of, mm. lot of, lot of people being called bitches uh, at the end of the night via speakerphone. So that was intense. I did see one guy, one guy on my way to my Uber did indeed stumble and fall in front of me. Yeah, mm. and I did the Allen Iverson over Teron Lue in the NBA Finals when the you Sixers took game over? one. I stepped over him and it felt I, I see why Iverson did it mm-hmm. like the guy had crossed was the guy white up. oh no doubt <laughs> if it was a brother you I stepped over a white guy him. oh man it felt like ah this will give us another seat in the senate uh-huh. that's what it felt like when I stepped over that it, white f- man. it felt like you extended black history I, it, five felt, it felt like I was like oh you made fun of Obama's tan suit well boom <laughs> this is for that that's good this is for that you can have that one thank you and the police they were so kind like when they saw me like they didn't immediately run towards me, and that felt good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they had been drinking, but that felt good to be able to walk through a crowd of people, especially a lot of white people, mm. and not have police officers single me out and beat the hell out of me. That is the progress. How many we times talk have you been beaten? Yeah, you've never been beaten. I've been. Have I been beaten? You're by almost. A cop? You're almost forty, and that's never happened. I, a, a cop has looked at me mean several times. Like, well, whenever you get a technical for that, when well, you're I mean, when you're on. holding a joint and a sign that says "suck it, pig." Oh, I mean, well, that's, that was that's well, something. Wouldn't you be mad if you were him? I mean, you got to be so sensitive about it. I mean, it's just a sign and a blunt. Relax, everybody does it. Comments from the uh, Facebook mm. live stream, uh, Kangles, and he's right. Uh, Chris ain't bodying anything but a box of donuts. Mm. <laughs> it's fair. Um, I'm trying to think. I was reminded. How quickly ladies will be very sharp-tongued and or just rude. <laughs> when it comes to... Dudes, dudes, there's always a threat of violence, whether it's implied or right. there's something there where it's like, I don't know, if I run into this guy, like it could result in some kind of physical altercation. Like That's in our DNA to Absolutely. a degree. Mm. The ladies, boy, they are... Uh, they're ready. They are on the offensive and uh, even just navigating. What do you mean? In I what regard? What do you mean bit? by example? Because uh, I feel like you're generalizing women here. We're about. I'm, oh, set, I'm, general, I'm generalizing what I saw at Mardi Gras. So it's a specific group of folks who happen to not have penises, to my knowledge, um, that were a little more pointed with their. They weren't really requests, they were demands. Um, Give me that bag. Get out of my way. Uh, what's this? A lot so of. So white women, white women. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Sounds like so women, now you're a white woman on a, t- on a Tuesday afternoon. That's okay. what it sounds like to me. Mm. That was something I noticed. Um, but again, overall, easy, fun event. It, it was. was a good time. And, I, we, and we emphasize that because generally these events can get to a point where you're like, oh, yeah, this is, this is absolutely episode one of Walking Dead. This is exactly how it starts. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, uh, again, it was reported by the St. Louis Police Department. They said they had a, they're one of some of their fewest arrests they've ever made during Mardi Gras. And I think that's because everyone's at the point where, look, I'm out with my friends. We're trying to get hammered. It's been negative seven degrees the just last month. Just don't punch someone in the face or do something. Uh, you know, if somebody tells you to get off of a bar that you're dancing on, just get down. If you've ever been incredibly drunk and or high, uh, coming down from that, the last place you want to be is inside. Of a drunk tank. Mm, can you imagine? What's your best drunk tank story, Gardner? <sighs> oh boy, how much time do we have? Well, it's pro- it's the probably when I met Lil What What. Lil What What that was. You did meet Lil What What. Uh, he was. Guys are still friends to this day. How cool! Yeah. Oh, I wish I could. new I album like, dropping kind of, on like, SoundCloud next week. Mm. Uh, apparently, he was a gang member. Mm. Um, he nicknamed me White Boy. Oh, while I was in jail very, for about twenty-eight hours. Very descriptive. Started in the jail off of uh, MLK, ended up at the Justice Center downtown. Oh, geez, you don't mm. want to be there. No, I mean, so I, I didn't heard. think he was going to go. Well, you know, we really don't want to be at the workhouse. They probably should just don't. tear that they piece probably, of crap down. Think, yeah, that's uh, um, modern day slavery. Almost. But you know, that was it was a that was also was in a cell. It was kind of a few people in there, and it was about two thirty in the morning, and they. Brought the prostitutes they had picked oh, up dear. through. Oh, boy. So a kind of parade of prostitutes comes by. Oh, no. And one of the guys in the cell with me goes around to the where the bathroom is and, and started masturbating. Mm, that's not nice. Um, when they brought the prostitutes through. 
Uh, so there was that. So they, I traded my bologna sandwich for a bag of chips because no. I didn't like the crust. Well, on my you got to be careful sandwich. about trading that sandwich because that's probably the only sandwich you're going to get for the next eight hours. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And don't act tough. I don't need your food. You need their no, food. No, there was like. You need the food. There was a white boy in there with me. No, boy. Were you guys what? looking at each other? Travis, like, Travis has you saying white he, boy now? He had gelled hair and shiny Ooh, shoes. Yeah, he you could tell boy. he was out doing whatever. Uh, look at me. I had he would not stop talking while we were in the cell. I'm like, what the hell are you doing, man? Right. You just sit in here and shut the hell up. This yeah. is a ride and it don't out situation. Spoke until you're spoken to. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I could tell people were getting agitated with him. And, uh, and they look to you. They to look guide well, hey, man. Yeah, they did. Lil white Walt, man. Lil Walt what, um, looked at me at one point and was like, he's not with you, is he, white boy? Oh, and I'm like, Lil what, what? And I go. Fair question. And I was like, he ain't with me. No, nice. Nice. Throw, and I, I throw just a white kept, man under the bus right away. You keep your short. You don't, get, you don't elaborate a lot. Yeah, you don't. Keep you it just, to yourself. You sit there with your own thoughts. Terrible. So but that's what you're left with when you're in that position. But don't be talking to people and you definitely don't ta- you, don't taunt the cops on your way in like I don't, actually, don't don't if you're like a white man you know a college student at some point maybe in your mid-20s in a college town and you decide to you know look at an officer and he looks at your knuckles and like oh you like to beat things up and then you look at that officer and be like you want to come on down to the gym like mm-hmm. don't physically threaten a police officer that's not, not naming any names or a particular host of a podcast that's currently live on facebook mm-hmm. but don't challenge mm-hmm. a police officer to physical violence oh that's probably is my early suggestion a good idea that's just me randomly coming up with a story I was that interested. I can't in his physical fitness and protection you challenged i didn't challenge you i was goaded into Uh a reaction you've been watching that gary's podcast Uh he was goaded into (laughs) right i may have had a shaved head at the time i probably had bruised cheeks i was doing a lot of uh i was doing a lot of training the best shape i was in great shape and uh i happened to be about eight inches taller than this officer oh boy Uh, see how i had the story starts to filter out there's a thing that uh, commonly referred to as boxing fractures or something if you're doing a lot of training and my stupid ass had would walk around and I would just have swollen hands at times it wasn't from anything bad or mm-hmm. stupid it was literally just from hitting canvas a lot and uh, I had a shaved head and looked like I was probably part of some movement Travis would not appreciate I would not so I was in and uh, Mr. Officer who Ended up being wrong, by the way, if that helps. That's what matters. Ended up being wrong. Um, tried to kind of bait me into uh, some, he said, what'd you get mad, punch a wall? The hand's a little swollen there. I was like, no, we train up the street. Maybe you should come in Monday. You threatened the life of a police <laughs> I officer. didn't. There's only one host who's I done that on this do that. show. I didn't. I, and it ain't the black one. I kindly put out an olive branch to say, hey, come get your physical fitness right. <laughs> because I'm going to be honest. I'm looking at you. And without your Batman belt, I don't know that you could contain me. Oh, doctor. He's a Batman belt. <laughs> Damn. And I politely just did everything he said after that. But uh. he was kindly invited Mm-mm. to a gym invited Travis, to a gym is, is that white privilege oh that is white privilege to the max i didn't say anything threatening or rude oh. i said it's from training you should join us translation <laughs> bring your bitch ass on down to the gym <laughs> and let me work your ass over for an hour <laughs> wow so yeah. that's how so yeah, that is how you get you around mean, threatening a police officer it wasn't hey, come on down to my gym where we physically have altercations for an hour. You should sign I was, up. I was more specifically thinking, with me. I was more thinking he would do it, and I would do it. I would let my English buddy, who could just like touch people's chin and knock people out, I was like, he's more your size. Why don't you go he's with him? He's willing to put his friend here on a green card <laughs> at risk. Yeah. Just so no, it would, be, it would be sparring. It would be. Yeah. It'd be like you can't go to jail for inviting someone. Look at that. To Look that. <laughs> he is, he's already worked out the legalese. He's he like you. I'm almost it, sure you can't go to jail. jail you can't go inviting someone over and then having your friend kick their ass. ass. You can't no, no, go to no. jail for that. It, wouldn't, it, would, it would have been rude because I don't think we were going to be in the same weight class or size or anything. Ooh. So I was like, here, go with the... Uh, a gentleman with fighter. The yes. <laughs> so listen, if you invite an officer who is purposely trying to get a rise out of you and ends up mm-hmm. being legally wrong at the time, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe... Maybe you invite them to your Zumba class, and when they show up, that's not illegal. Oh, boy. It's a physical fitness thing. I was worried about his health, and I wanted to... 
Yeah, because that's not. I wanted what to coordinate. Uh, you know what? You had <laughs> knowledge me until you did the sniff. That was it. That's yeah, a Jeff Fisher move. That's a Jeff Fisher move. It was actually is. igniting anger in my brain, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, start doing." Once the you go to the sniff, you you got to stop because mm-hmm. you're going to start losing it. At Hello, time. officer. I would like to invite you to my spin class. Yeah. If you have time between the hours of nine and hey, eleven, it basically, between Tuesday and Thursday. I would like to have a spin session. I'm pretty sure I had a key, which I probably, I was like, I have a key. Oh, boy. <laughs> I can see it going like this, and I'm going to incorporate the sniff with it. Yeah, why don't you come over to my gym? <laughs> yes. There it is. There it is. You know what would have been the ultimate with that is he just didn't look like he was much, and then I was. he does show up and then works me over in front of all my friends. Yes. Too. That's what would have probably And then happened. he goes, put the handcuffs on yourself, bitch. <laughs> Yes, sir. That'd have been, that would have been good. You doing Lethal Weapon 5? Yeah, really, yeah, I'm, I'm just throwing in my one-liner. Well, it's because like, Chris threatened the life <laughs> of a white police officer in Colombia less than 10 years ago. not threatening a life. It would have been uh, a quick tap out and be like, so. Holy hell! He's already orchestrating the move. He would have performed on said officer. Oh, you got to have a listen, strategy, too. Listen to the white privilege come listen, through your speakers, listen. boys and girls. I, had, I mean, I was like, oh, this little guy, he's going to come in blazing. He's going to get one jab up at a grab one of his feet, be on top of him, and have him arm-locked in like three seconds. So This is fascinating. Uh, a live look inside of America's white privilege here on We Are Live. Uh, the text line, if you ever want to be part of that, 314-669-1431. It is uh, an anonymous text line uh, from the Galesburg conductor. It's great to hear from him. We do have a text. May I read it? Yes, please. Uh, choo choo, glad to glad you guys are back on. So, old Sugarfoot was this hawk attack this morning? It's the Galesburg conductor. It was a, a boy, it was big. It was like, ooh, doggy. I Did was it, like, that can't be I'll a save hawk. you here. Did anyone fornicate at your event? Because that would be effing intense. Not that I'm intense. I get it. That's I a classic. In, Tense. That's good. Yeah, you know what? Tense. I didn't. I saw some awkward, deep makeouts happening where the girls mm-hmm. sitting on the guy's lap, not so secure. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa! One spin. I saw that, but like, you see that at uh, you know a restaurant sometimes. Like that wasn't. Other than the just the feeling super old and seeing the the wobbly helicopter people, it was yeah. it was pretty contained. I will say this. I'll make a social observation. You're either. In college to 25, maybe, and just, wow, here we go. Or you're on your second divorce, and it's time to let it out. There's no in-between. The, the standard 30 to 35-year-olds, fewer there, but it's mostly super young or second divorce, and I'm letting it hang out. Can we at least acknowledge that Mardi Gras has become the Super Bowl for divorcees? Like, that's yeah. the play mm-hmm. where you get, that's how you get back in the game. Did Mardi you Gras, feel like you could become a kept like, man? Oh, absolutely. There were several opportunities. And again, Frontenac comes to Sula. It does. And folks who are just looking to get drunk and honestly, Chesterfield, you get some Chesterfield, Chesterfield County there. There are, put it this way. There are a lot of married women from the West County area mm-hmm. looking for young stallions during Mardi Gras. They, and the men are the same way. They're looking for a nice Maybe we're wasting at all this slew or wash yeah. you. And they're looking for the, hey, yeah. look, you need your books paid for this semester. <laughs> Let's holiday. Like they, there are a lot of, mistresses arranged during Mardi Gras this weekend. There's no doubt about it. And salute to you. What a way to get... I'm glad people are going out into like open markets now instead of using this, using these web apps. No, I'm glad people are like, hey, oh, there was, I'm married with the child. Let's have sex in that porter potty on 8th Street. I'll say and this. people mm-hmm. do, and that's good for America. Maybe it was just the magic of the uh, the Cruzan rum uh, light-up bottle hanging. Maybe it was the 1860s folks that did so good putting it together. It was very well-ran. The music was great. But there were many opportunities for adult meeting opportunities, if I may say so. There were. There and were. And people were in good spirits. Yes. They were they were curious of yes. the other people around them. Yes. I was just I was saying that if I was like, hmm, if somebody was in here trying to meet somebody, a private tent is a good place to do it. It was smart play. It was well done by everybody and everyone who took the time in that weather. To have sex with strangers, good, yeah. good mm-hmm. on you. Do you think we're misusing the video equipment that we have? Like we should have had some kind of a studio set up to. There be was like, thought, but amateur Soulard after meetups. And look, please that, be sober. The only thing about that, there is a small fear to that because again, everyone lets it go during Mardi Gras was having video footage of it, 
and there oh, would you're have not been even a getting lot into of the, phone the calls we would have yeah, right. this morning. Yeah. I'm not a capture people doing stupid and public things on my video guy, on my phone video guy. I for sure whipped out the camera do we and videoed have, like three people. Somewhere. Do we saw the Sular cam available? Is that not available no. anymore? The we porch, had a lot put of it feet, down. Porch yeah. One more I question. Past and I, I did a dance in front of it, and I hope it was recorded. Very nice. What kind of dance did you do? I could barely recall. I was just over on that side, and I was like, okay. I, I think there's a camera over here. And you, I, had, uh, you had mentioned the weather. I wanted to get into a couple things before we take a break. Okay. I have a question, too. Is this Mardi Gras related? Uh, it is not Mardi Gras related. If so I may, before that. we move yes. on, does the police coming out and saying, hey, not too bad, and us seeing firsthand, does that damage our credibility as the number two Mardi Gras celebration in the country? Or does it make it where Vegas became more family friendly and it actually helped economically? Are we losing? Are we? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Mm, it's the best thing because I think. So we this, are not the departed airing on TBS with half the movie cut out for censoring. Look, man, any day where there is more than 150,000 people in a 10 block radius and few people 400, are arrested. 400,000. Over the entire downtown metro, St. Louis, Southside area. And you have a minimum, I believe, of less than 20 arrests. This city needs those kind of small I think victims. you would have arrested 20 people, 40 people on a regular day. I mean, on a regular day, you probably would have arrested 40 people from one restaurant or mm -hmm. run tent. So that's good. I think, like, I, in, a, in a funny way, yeah, we're going to make fun of it because it's like, is your party really cool if only 20 people got arrested? <laughs> For St. Louis, we take him how we I'll can get it. it. Yeah. We'll take whatever car yeah. is dealt, yeah. and that's a positive It point. was scary. I, I'll say, as somebody who doesn't really worry about that, I, I remember being 19 and maybe it's it was my for 18 or 19 it's a lot of people popping man. in and it was boobs boobs beads roving fight boobs roving fight street fight trash vomit roving fight boobs and yeah. then sometimes it'd be roving boobs that are fighting correct so it man, would that's be, an interesting <laughs> one exactly it got a lot of attention when that was oh happened. boy mm -hmm. did it ever um well and i don't know what the weather what impact that had on you know maybe keeping people in line some because maybe you're not going to urinate as much in public when it's cold out. Very true. Stuff like that. And I, there really shouldn't be places like they do such a great job at this event of making sure they know the basics. Have they I know you, you idiots are going to need toilets. Yeah. And it's literally a it's toilet all, every 15 feet. It's all logistics and planning. Yeah. 1860. Brilliantly done. Boom. Do we, I've told you guys about my friend who drove off with the golf cart, right? Because yes. of the, the keys that were all the same. Oh, dear. So there was nothing. I think of that now because he had the easy go key that worked on every easy go golf cart ever. Right. And then it turned out being an off duty police officer's oh private dear. golf cart. Oh and boy. we had it gone for, for four plus hours. What about I didn't even do anything. He didn't want to threaten the lives of officers and no people who's still in police cars. I heard things you said. What? Okay, just wanted to make sure. That guy's a legend, by the way, who did that. <laughs> Returned it. <laughs> and he's alive. Peacefully. Yeah, yeah. Is that white privilege? He stole a police how do you know officer's he was white? freaking. Is he from Farmington? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's black folks what, in Farmington. What are we doing? What's here? the percentage? Two. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not percentage, actual That's the actual number. <laughs> hey, Larry. Hey, Luther. <laughs> and the census is complete. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. What, what hey, man. <laughs> Jesus. I wanted to bring. I, he literally just said, uh, two. I wanted to make 2 sure. Two percent of the total population. Yeah, it is more now. I bet it's like four. But I, I was wondering about the. <laughs> Still, are you talking? What impressive, happened? Impressive. Luther it, and, yeah, yeah. And the Lamont spin is the African American population has doubled <laughs> in Farmington, Ooh. Farmington, Missouri. Um, you I, should try it. I was wondering about the weather too, because I, I want to make sure that I make this clear to local TV stations. Oh boy, My stomach go. hurts from laughing so much. That uh. I am available for freelance producing one particular segment about potholes. Oh, we can get boy. you on at the Nine Network. Ooh, maybe we could. Nah, I don't know. Community introspective. Uh, Chris Davis, you can have this. Casey Nolan, you can have this. I tweeted yesterday. Martin Kilcoin responded as well. His mother's upset. She's gotten a couple flat tires apparently from potholes. They're yeah. bad. And she's wondering why he hasn't done a TKO of the Kilcoin opinion on <laughs> potholes. God. So basically Logo what I was thinking. News radio. And we had talked about it a little with Chris last week, but I even I developed it and narrowed it down to the idea. It's basically finding the worst pothole in St. Louis. Okay. Like, I have a submission. Like by submit. The way. 
put, take pictures, put in your submission. It's like an ugly dog contest. And so you get all this, you can get interactive with it right. as well. You're putting pictures up on screen. Just have it go a couple days. And the embarrassment of putting these up there, you know they're going to get filled pretty quickly as well. Because I know we had some uh, exchanges Does on Domino's social media. Domino's have the budget for that? I don't know. That's, that's a... We work their ass. Domino's, Show them the, the Compton Domino, Bridge and say, Domino's, get the, your ass here right here. If the Domino's truck fills, or shows up to fill up potholes in your city, that is a shame cone for your city. Yeah, yeah. we deserve it. Mm. No, we deserve yeah. it. I think, yeah. Chris, well, the Compton Bridge, they did fill in like a week and a half ago. So they had, but, I looked into it, they have to do pre-fixing before they can start fixing. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, and so, but I think also with that one, there was just something that had to be done. Oh, right I, away. I drove through it. You couldn't yeah, avoid it. Yeah, I drove through it, and it was shot like you could not dodge them. Mm-hmm. You were just riding through it, and you grip the steering wheel, and you just kind of vibrate, and you're like, hold on! Hold on, Jess! That's what I'm kind of doing as we went through it. Great Scott Marty! <laughs> so it was, and like Chris even said, they did a story on that one. I wouldn't be surprised if they did the story on it, and then all of a sudden some of those get filled in. That's how that kind of works. Yeah. But I found one on Forest Park Parkway yesterday. That was deep, it was deep, and sneaky. It was like what hidden behind it a. It was hidden like behind a seam in the concrete, so you didn't necessarily see oh, it right away. See it so and then you're up on it, and, and, it's and too bam. Late. Mm-hmm. And so it was. It was longer, and it wasn't. It just uh, you didn't have a good view of it, so it hid itself and disguised itself well. It was kind of stealthy. Can we? Can we? Can we blame any of this on on global warming? So uh, a that's ter- a hoax, this is- Travis. So I wanted to pitch that idea to make sure I got it across to the local TV news people. Uh-huh. It also wanted me, allowed me to bring up another story I wanted to touch on with you guys. Yeah. This is a national story okay. kind of coming out of Oregon. But Several wanted- folks commenting that uh, Domino's should step up. Domino's? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, how much pizza do we have to order to get them? We don't. Like we just need trucks. to show them what we got here. Okay been laying off the uh the pizza but if you're ordering pizza that app that domino's app it's got a tracker man you can be like oh my god now we've had bad weather bad weather here travis right Mm -hmm. but did you see the guy who likes to go off-roading in oregon and they have had a lot of snow going on up there he goes he likes to go off-roading and he did so in his vehicle or whatever okay and had his dog with him and gets stuck and ends up getting stuck for five days. Excuse like, tried now. to hike out, but the snow was too deep, so they, he went back to the car. Okay. Stayed in the car with his dog. He would turn the engine on from time to time. Right, a little warm. To, to warm it up. Um, and eventually, a snowmobiler came by and saw him, and they ended up saving the guy. Eventually, a it, snowmobiler yeah. came by. Like, he, it was five days later. But he, did the, he did the move that bears do. He had only eaten one leg off of his dog so far. <laughs> he was still alive. <laughs> delicious dog. He didn't eat the dog. He survived on hot sauce packets from Taco Bell. Oh, Fire no, sauce. No. What do you think of that? Oh, no. Well, that's a commercial. That seems like you could do that. I think you could survive on Taco Bell sauce packets for five days. Does it? I mean... Would mild not have gotten the job done? Mm, fire's the best. I think fire's the, more nutrients. Fire has a little more um, like hold to it. The other ones are a little too juicier, mm-hmm. like even hot. But if you get to fire, you know it's got a little more substance to it. What the doggy? My question is: Do we honestly mm-hmm. believe? Point. Do we believe that's all he ate? Like I feel like sometimes yeah, right. in these stories, yeah, 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 yeah. you have to just go with the most extreme. I feel like he had it's like, like, dude, there were three Nutrigrain bars in the back of that <laughs> like, thing that have been uh, sitting there for Earl, six there were months. Full hot pocket boxes, I see. Uh-huh. Uh, how did you? Your car. How did you gain weight <laughs> while you were trapped in five days? That's didn't weird. that happen to a guy I, who was like lost on a raft for like thirty days? Probably. Like, it's like, who came dude, back? Wait, dude, we we found. Where'd same, you get this tuxedo? We found fifteen pounds. We found seven domestic cats. Cattle slaughtered near your place. <laughs> no. like a farmer was complaining. You could see his house from where you were at. This is the, what, what's going uh, the on? Chupacabra. The chupacabra. <laughs> Dude, is it? Is, oh, those coyotes. That's why we got to build that wall. Dude, are those know? fajitas? I don't what know that hell? you were so much trapped as that you were trying to get away from your wife for a week. Oh, what's happening on, here? Man, you ain't got a lot of now, us, buddy. What happened? This also one. Uh, it's not the same, or it has to do with weather or anything like that. But I was at Taco Bell last night, and I wanted to bring this up because it. 
It's one of those moments where sitcoms impact your life and yeah. impact your decision making. And it happened to me at a Taco Bell last oh, night. I haven't even asked him what his big meal of the weekend was. And Taco Bell will not be the best one. There'll be a, another one. But go ahead. King Talk. and I, Thai curry chicken. Of course. Oh, he's so rich. Um, that's what I went with. Mm-hmm. She got just got Ethiopian that night. Oh, got it. Um, Bet you did. Up top. So at Taco Bell, I get the uh, number eight, three tacos. You know, getting a Mountain Dew. It's such a such an adult. Got a, got a burrito off the power menu as well. A little chicken. Mountain Dew, the biggest one they offer? Yes. Of course. Nice. Uh, How are you going to fall asleep without that insulin spike? <laughs> I am trying to acquire diabetes myself, Travis. Um, you ain't got to pay for it. But <laughs> Welcome I had to a, the club. <laughs> I had a moment where, you know, I placed the order. It's up there, whatever. It's $10, whatever cents. And right. You know, that trend now is, it's, it's not just Taco Bell. It's, Walgreens, Schnucks, or whatever, they, they'll allow you to round up on what you're paying. Round up your changed, and it goes to a charity. Oh, right. Got it. So, like, there was a lot of that going on in Christmas season. I think Schnucks, and, like, especially if it's, like, St. Jude's right. or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, yeah, of course. Right. I, so it's just an easy, it's an easy way to round up to the dollar or whatever on your card and also get some charity money, I guess. Right. If, I suppose. So... Taco Bell has this at the one I'm at last night, but it says the Taco Bell Foundation, Mm-mm. and I'm like, for wayward stoners, that like, is the Taco Bell Foundation. Some kid and who's it says sixty four broke. It says what? it's like for kids, and I'm like, of course it's for everything's for the kids, right? And you're calling it the Taco kids Bell Foundation. Kids aren't all nice either. The, I had a, I flashed back for just like I paused before I hit OK for anything, and out of nowhere. I think of when George Costanza mm. developed the human fund and just started handing out <laughs> gift certificates. I donated money and money in your name to the human fund. And I'm like, I look at the Taco Bell thing and round up and I just go, no. Wow. said no, because I, I show, don't know what the hell it is. You show their ass. You go. And then I looked it up and it actually is for kids. And oh, Jess is like, you damn. hate kids. You do, and yeah. I don't hate kids. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. Who call, what do you call the Taco Bell Foundation for? Little Johnny. Had to finish playing Halo without Baja Blast. Yeah. Your seven cent contribution <laughs> can make sure this never happens again. So phenomenal, phenomenal first segment where Chris Timmons threatens the life of a police officer and Gardner completely shits on kids. I didn't, I don't hate kids. I love this segment. This but you great. should probably change the name of your foundation to make it clear as to what you're right. doing <sighs> and not think people, you're just trying to take money from them. It's yeah. called the Taco Bell Foundation. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Does this, is this the thing where it turns out there's going to be another Demolition Man remake and you just want to get enough money to have, uh, your, no, Judge Dredd. Which, which one was it? Was it was Demolition Man. Was the demolition right man. The first time. Okay, demolition and now man. Now I'm officially behind this new fundraiser. If that's get what they're Taco using Bell the money back in for, the, okay, yeah. yeah. Where you're okay. like, you know what? Okay, all right, we're behind it. Okay. That's a Taco Bell fund just to get the funding to get them included that in that note. one. Good God. We will take a break. It's Chris Demon and Travis Trow with the great Chris Gardner in studio. We're live from <laughs> the Midcoast Media Studios, midcoast.media. If you want to see what we've been up to, everybody. Quick thanks again to everybody who came out, supported us, and uh, showed us some love. Thanks to Buy Jack for those great bags. 1860s for having us. Tom Bannister, Getaway Golf Carts, Woo! Bud Light, Cruise and Rum, all the greats that were involved. Yum, yum, doodle dum, Chris. Wonderful thing. Get your fair yeah. fouls in. The topic is Imagine Dragons is a new Nickelback email. W-A-L at WeAreLiveRadio.com. You can win $10 to the New York Times food truck. Nice. And then vote on Twitter at WeAreLiveRadio. On the uh, melee poll, quick break. We're going to let Gardner get a smoke in, get his uh, blood level up with a uh, Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back with the rest of the show.